You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Hello, everyone. I know you've been waiting for a very long time to be involved with all of the amazing things that we're doing at Rare Drop, and now is the time. We are introducing the Rare Drop Patreon, so if you've ever wanted to get involved with experimental content or being at any of our podcasts early to listen in, well, all of that is available in the new Rare Drop Patreon. Check it out. Uh, And now, everyone, now that you've been so patient, you get to understand that also. Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome to uh, the Broman Podcast, episode 128. Uh, Today, we are joined by Corey Thomas. He is the founder of High Score Tees, who you may be familiar with uh, or you may have seen some of their their uh their social media posts related to rare drop uh recently and uh so we're gonna have him on the oh my god he's here uh it's Corey <laughs> thomas from high score tees can you believe it i made it you made it go ahead it. and like introduce your introduce yourself let everybody know a little bit about yourself you know just like who you are like the whole shebang or just like a little not, mini not mini the whole intro. shebang just like hey this is me this is what i do right teaser. now yeah 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 yeah, uh, yeah my name's Corey thomas um i'm the ceo and founder of high score tees and essentially around this time well not quite this time last year but close to this time last year uh we kind of came up come started developing this idea of treating streamers like uh, a merchandise solution or you like bringing in a merchandise solution for streamers, uh, specifically, um, doing the art, hosting the stores, doing all of it. So, um, yeah. kind of started as one, like one store and then it developed into a few more stores and then we ended up making the marketplace. And then eventually I contacted you guys cause I just wanted to sell you some t-shirts. Yes, and that's correct. You no, know, <laughs> we're we're uh we're we're partners we're we're gonna do this we're gonna make this together we're gonna make this shit happen together yeah so yeah. so before we get into all of the questions that i'm sure patreon and chat has um mm-hmm. i would like to note a little bit uh, like about your background like obviously you're you you do art for a living so yeah we don't we have not had like a, a lot of people who that's their you know primary form of income on here so what right. like what was like you know going from your first inspiration, like, Oh, I could do this to now. Like, what was your path? Like, um, how did so, you end up here? Yeah. So art for me, uh, was something that I was always like, I was always pretty good at it growing up. My, uh, my mom was an art teacher. And so she kind of really influenced me with that. Uh, I was always into comic books. I watched a lot of dragon ball Z. And so I kind of, I didn't really draw anime oh, yes. growing up, but I grew a lot. I drew a lot of like, I was influenced by anime, but I really drew more of like Marvel comic type things. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, just went through high school, was always, you know, doing art. I was always really quick with it. Eventually, when I went to college, um, I had the criteria of I wanted to be near the beach and it needed to have an art program. Yeah. Um, nice and, criteria. Yeah. Yeah. I'd that that was up. the minimums. So I ended up going to Flagler College in St. Augustine. And when I got there... They basically were like, what do you like? What do you want to do? And I was like, oh, I'm going to do art. And they're like, OK, do you want to be an artist or do you want to make money? Ah, and ah, I was like, uh, 
I want to make money. And so they're like, uh, you're going into graphic design. So that's amazing. how I got into graphic design. Amazing. Uh, before that, I really, I really didn't even think about it. Um, and then, you know, I was okay in college. I did all right. I got by. Uh, but it wasn't really until I got my first job, which was at a company called Fanatics, doing the NCAA championship t-shirts for okay. you know, whenever a school would win. I would do, you know, we were working on the shirts in the background. So that yeah. was like my introduction into apparel, introduction into print on demand, that, that whole system. Uh, yeah. Eventually, I moved to New York. I worked at Warner. Uh, I was the in-house oh. designer at Warner Music Group. And so uh, that's where if you look at my portfolio or if you look at my resume, there's very few bands that I have not designed for. And that kind of started uh, while I was working at Warner. Eventually left and I started uh, freelancing and I was working with more bands, working with um, merch companies, a lot of things like that. Eventually... Uh, this is probably by 2019. Um, mm. I was contacted by my buddy Joel, uh, and he had this idea to start a merch company mm -hmm. and he needed a designer. So we started a uh, high five merch in 2019 that summer. Okay. And that was kind of my transition from being a designer to also doing the kind of merch fulfillment side of things. Yeah. And, uh, you know, along the way, around 2018 is also when I started working with more of the entertainment licenses. And that's where right. you'll see the stuff that I've done for Disney, uh, which would be like the star Wars, Marvel got to do all that stuff. God I've worked with WWE. I've done stuff for uh cartoon network, Nickelodeon Simpsons, pretty you much any property shit that I haven't heard before. It's not <laughs> like we don't talk like, so right. <laughs> this is nuts. I want to, so I just want to like take a couple steps back. What was it like working at Warner? Uh, it was the most fun and most stressful thing I've ever done in my life. Oh yeah. Um, Tell me more. So when I was at Fanatics, <laughs> I was I, I was working. It was in Florida, and it was like, okay, you know that this football game is going to happen ah. a, a year in advance. So everything's plotted out. So you know, you just have designs done by September. You're ready for bowl season. You just plug in the team that's going to win. Right. Then. So it was like kind of leisurely as laid back. It was it wasn't as high paced. Then you get into the music industry mm. and it's like uh, so and so is going on tour on Monday and it's, you know, Thursday at four o'clock and they don't have any merch. Uh, we need it now. And so you're like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> um, what and the there's, fuck? you know, yeah, okay. it's real, really quick paced. And so that's working at Warner is where I kind of picked up my my work ethic. Um, you know, that's where I got the skills to where I can design 20 plus shirts in a day because uh, you have to be quick and it's it's very fast paced. And um, and so, I mean, the, the shirts that you would design like that ended up being the merch line for these these, you know, artists on tour. Right. Like that wasn't right. Like, it wasn't like you just sent like maybe this and they were like, nah, try again. It was like that was their <laughs> that was what they were selling at their concerts the whole fucking time. Well, the thing is, what you More see like at the online. concert. Right. What you see at the concerts and online, you'll see five designs. But what we submit is usually like 30 to 40 sometimes. Damn. And they just condense everything down. And that's kind of how most of the apparel industry works is, you know, especially when I was freelancing, they would, you know, the merch company would reach out to us and there would be five or six designers working on, you know, three or four designs a piece. They yeah. present all of that in front of the, the band and then they kind of pick and choose which ones they want to use. And so you're essentially, you know, you're hoping that your designs get picked because if they do, then they get printed. So 
Um, and that, that also boils down to, into like the kind of income ratio of it too. So like a lot of the companies I worked with, I would get paid for half the design I had submitted no matter what, but if uh, it was approved, I got paid the other half. Solid. Yeah. That's so like that's an interesting like, way to work things. Yeah. And so that's why with merch, the, the idea is to typically you want to do a lot of designs and on top of it, they have to be good designs because mm. you're you want yours to get picked because you want to you know you want to make a hundred percent of income versus you know 50 or 60 percent yeah so it. you so you, it's like a so that environment was like mildly competitive it was mildly competitive it, it's kind of weird though because i'm i'm really good friends with a lot of those guys that were my competition yeah and it was kind of this world where it was like there was so much work at one point mm -hmm. that it was like yo are you working on this project and they'd be like no i'm not working on that one i'm like do you want to do one or two designs for this? And I, like to kind of yeah. help me with my workload. Like it was kind of like, it was like share the wealth at one point. Now, obviously when COVID hit that completely changed. Oh, um, sure. I and, can't yeah, imagine. So, <clears throat> yeah. So now it's, 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 you know, there's not nearly as much work, which is, you know, one of the factors that led to, to the development of high score. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's like, I mean, there, there's like forums, there's there's kind of Facebook groups and types of things that we're all kind of in a network in and we talk to each other and, you know, you'll you whenever COVID kind of hit, it was kind of like, has anybody got anything? And everyone's like, no, I don't have much, you know, neither do I or hey, I have a few projects. And so it's kind of like it's a weird world of competition, but like it's like family, too. Yeah. I was going to say, if you're working close to each other, like it, like competitive in like a friendly way. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. like I, I have a hard time imagining a bunch of like, especially with the volume like that, like you're you're just like, right. oh, yeah, totally. It was a better design than me. OK, back to work. You know, <laughs> right. like, yeah, it, it's, there's like two or three guys that like it was it was honestly it was to the point where I was like, oh, you're working on it. All right. How hard am I really going to work on this? Because your stuff's definitely getting picked. <laughs> OK, yeah, yeah. So there's self-awareness helped you in that yeah. in that uh, in that job as well. Well, and, and some, then, some people are just really good at a specific style. Right. So it's kind of right. like, so like for me, anything that's going to be vintage looking, like that's, that's my world. That's what I specialize in. And so I'm very okay. confident going into those versus like, you know, if you're getting to, if you have to do something that's more illustrated, that would be something to where like, you know, like Brandon, who's our art director, that's where I'm going to go. All right. Well, Brandon's probably going to steal this one. Damn. <laughs> Uh, so, so you in, moved, in the best way possible, though. <laughs> yeah. So you move you moved on from that to to working, I guess, with Disney or at Disney in like a similar so capacity. I or was worked that with more a like freelance contract situation. Yeah. So it was freelance contract. So I worked with Disney in two aspects. One was through a company called Mad Engine, um, and that was mm. a company that I ended up getting like a long term contract with. They sent me X amount of work per week, and that just kind of filled my schedule. Um, and that was kind of guaranteed work, which was really nice for me because I kind of went from because with music, it's kind of like you just wait for projects to come in versus when I was working with Mad Engine. It was like I knew I had X amount of hours a week to work on stuff. Gotcha. And I knew that that money was coming in. So it was a little bit, you know, less stressful situation. Um, and they had I mean, they had the licenses for everything under the sun. Yeah. And so that's how I originally started working with Disney. Uh, eventually, I got in contact with an employee there. Uh, and, and I work directly with them on a handful of projects that are, you know, kind of utilized in their fashion line. Okay. So that's fun. And 
it's cool too because you know they have i mean they obviously have like an art bank of designs and and most of the stuff that we use is you pull from that art bank and a handful yeah. of this the things that i made uh through the companies that i was working with uh they ended up taking those and now those kind of live in their art database so that's always been something that's kind of cool that's really cool so, yeah, so if another designer is working with them, they have the potential to pull a logo that I made and use that in other merch designs, which is it's 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 kind of cool. That's that a, that's is cool. Fun... You get to like leave a little mark behind, yeah. you know, a little bit yeah. of you there. That's neat. And so when you see it, you're like, aha, yes, that's mine. Yeah, I recognize yeah. that. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, so and I have like, like, like I have stuff at Target and Hot Topic. So you walk in the store and you're like, oh, I did that. This <laughs> fucking guy. Uh, and then also uh like, come on uh okay so so that's so you you, you know you, you go into these companies COVID happens you just started a business and COVID happened so like yeah. what what hat like what did you do <laughs> I, I think everybody's <laughs> probably so interested in that um so here- so many of us had to change direction and 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 you know reprioritize on a business yeah, side so- of things I feel like yeah. the timeline for COVID and, and where it's led to today kind of starts from starting High Five. Okay. So High Five, originally, we were going to go after musicians, music. That was the world that me and Joel knew. Um, right. And Joel kind of handles a lot of the fulfillment side, the ordering side. So if even with High Five, if you are high score, if you have an in-house product, it's going through Joel uh, Joel and Kyle's warehouse. And, and Kyle's one of our, our uh employees that I'll, I'll get into his story too and, and how that kind of came to fruition. Okay. But so we started high five and we were, we were pitching to pretty big bands um, and, and, and they in serious talks with a lot of them, but it was kind of one of those things that you, we were getting ready for the holidays, you know, fall tours are pretty much done by midsummer, which is when we started our company. So we didn't get any really solid yeses. Mm. Um, so then going into 2020, I mean, Everything was pretty normal. Um, my business was doing extremely well. Uh, just from a freelance standpoint, I was really optimistic about High Five. We were we were going after some different avenues, one of them being podcasting, because we felt that um, there wasn't oh, yeah. like a go-to merch solution for podcasting. And I had already thought about also doing something which would turn into High Score because I noticed that a lot of streamers either didn't have merch or the only solution they had was they had to find an artist, they had to upload the art, they had to pick the garment, all the, the, all the things yeah, yeah. that Yeah, you have to do everything yourself. Yeah. Right. And so originally I was just telling people my, my rate, like this is what I charge per design, I'll give you the design and you can print it, you know, whole nine yards. Then yeah. that kind of evolved into, well, I've got this merch company, so maybe I could run a handful of stores. And by running their stores, you know, you kind of can can play with the way that you make an income from it. So instead of charging an upfront fee, you just basically invest in people who you feel are going to sell merchandise and then you split profits on the back end. So that kind of transition really began once I had my hands on a merch company. Mm. Um, But the first two months of 2020 were, were kind of business as usual, mainly freelancing. And then my goals, cause I write, I write five goals down every year, like two and three were high five focused in building that as a company. Uh, because ultimately when you look at my history, six years of designing 15 plus designs a day, you get, you get fatigue, you get burned out. Yeah. I can and imagine. So, yeah. And so 2020, we, you know, my wife and I had, 
talked about expanding into other businesses, trying to figure something else out on top of, you know, what we were doing. But my biggest thing was I wanted to make sure that it replaced the income that I had because I didn't want to change my lifestyle. Then COVID kind of hit. <laughs> and um, it, it, for me, high score started really on March 13th, Friday, March 13th. Um, like my whole life, like went like completely downhill. And, okay. and over the course of that week, um, every tour that I'd been working on got canceled. Uh, Mad Engine let me go because no the, you know, the, the news of COVID was there. Yeah. So, you know, I literally woke up Friday with more work than I could handle. And then by, by the next Monday, I was like, I have no idea how oh my God. Money. And, yeah. uh, on top of it, wow. um, we had, uh, my, my wife's father, uh, he had ALS and he had to be taken into our household. So within the span of a week, um, it, it, and it's too, it's like you guys, I remember you were talking about the, uh, on the year end wrap up last year, the, uh, the tiger King phase of COVID Yeah, and, and kind of like, Oh, it was like, we were at home. We're going to, you know, by May, this is going to be over. Yeah. And so I was like thinking back and I was like, yeah, that was, that was COVID for a lot of people was like, maybe yeah. it's going to end. Um, but you know, a lot of people did lose jobs. I lost everything. And then on top of it, you know, we had to figure out, you know, how to help this, 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 you know, father figure who was, who was dying in front of us and yeah. we have a 18 month old. And so like COVID, like when I say it, like hit me hard, like it hit our whole family hard. Yeah. I remember having that conversation with my parents of like, we'll probably sell the house if, if work doesn't come in within two months and then we'll move in with you guys so that we can save money. And it wasn't even a, like, we might do this. It was like, this is the this plan. Is the plan. Like, <laughs> this is what we're going to do. Jesus. Like, yeah. You know, like, let's start packing up. Um, I'll reach out. You know, my buddies are the our realtor. Like, like this is this is how it's going to happen. But I had kind of become involved with Twitch. Um, I was re I was really involved in the Sea of Thieves community um, and, and hung out in a lot of those channels. And so I had I had literally bought everything to start streaming. And I remember I told my wife, like, right after this weekend happened and, and everything went to shit. I was like, OK. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was like, I'm going to stream because this will be done by May and then business will come back and I'll just stream for three months. And her face was like, oh, you're, you're going to. OK, we don't have any income uh, and you're going to stream. <laughs> cool. um, but so instead mm -hmm. of streaming video games, I did decide to stream design because that's okay. what I know. And that's what I'm, I'm good at. And I did pretty good. I was streaming and then through streaming kind of mentioned the idea of like, what if I ran merch stores for Twitch streamers? Like would, you know, ah. and like provided everything and just kind of talked it out to the, the, you know, the, the handful of people that came by and everyone yeah. was like, yeah, yeah, that, that, that would be really, really cool. So I told Joel what I wanted to do and he was like, yeah, let's do it. Put the, put the site on, on, you know, uh, under high five and, and let's, let's rock and roll. Um, and so the first store that, and, and I, so I, I, I wrote out this business plan. I wrote out this giant paragraph, sent this long email to like 50 different streamers. Mm. I got one person who was just like, no, like, yeah. who are you? No. Uh, and then I got one. Yes. Immediate. Yes. And it was from a guy named Beardageddon. He was like, ah. yeah, I'm in like, let's go. So immediately started working on designs for him. Uh, I was in his community. I knew his, his chat very well. I knew his stream very well. Um, and, and before that I had talked to burger warrior 24 and bearded guys gaming. And I remember 
going to bearded guys gaming chat and they're like bro that email you sent like i can't read that are you kidding me and i was like but i'm i'm trying to explain everything and uh so I ended ah. up getting on a call with <laughs> i got gotcha. on a call with them got on a call with burger uh and then eventually got on a call with a, a guy named boxy fresh um and those were the first four kind of original people original stores that were like yeah man like let's go um and so we opened Beard Again store in like June. Then a few months later, we opened uh, Burger Warrior and Bearded Guys Gaming. And they were individual stores. And with those three stores, I was like, there's no way I can, I can manage more than this. Individual stores. And so that's when we really started pushing the idea of let's make high score tees, one website, make it a marketplace and only let video game content and, and streamers and, and, and video game you know, related yeah. stores on the site and so i pitched the idea to all of them and they're all like yeah that's fine uh that sounds good you know as long as i have my page and and people i can point people to it and it you know it looks like my store let's yeah. rock and roll and so you know we were doing decent sales you know it was it wasn't we weren't losing money necessarily um and eventually we you know we we put everyone on one site and then we launched high score tees on august 18th um with a guy named hippo and Hippo had seen the Bearded Guys gaming channel and was like, what is this I want in? And so he was also our first experiment with doing something in-house. So we produced this hat in-house because it had some, uh, some embroidery kind of treatment outside of what you would get on like a print-on-demand service. And so okay. we uploaded it and we said, there's only 50 of them. When they're gone, they're gone. And it sold out in 45 minutes. Damn. And so... This idea that started in May from March where I didn't know what I was going to do. And then, you know, August 18th and we sell out of 50 hats in 45 minutes. I, I just like I broke down because it was like I knew it could work, but now it was working. Right. Exactly. Like it was actually working. Um, and I then changed this and it was the right choice. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. No, I know that feeling. That's a good yeah, fucking and- feeling. It, it was amazing. And, you know, and, and even during that. So uh, one of the things that um, led to more stores was when I after I opened Burger Warrior store, we were getting ready to open it. I get um, he's talking about it and I get this really aggressive message. And this guy's like, what are you what are you doing? Like, are you are you branding these guys? I'm like, no, I'm not doing any overlays, I'm not doing any of that stuff. I can't I can't do the motion. I'm just running their stores. And he's like, well, I can't do all the the branding and stuff, but I can do the motion. Anyway, Ah. long story short, this is Damon, and we started Monster Lagoon, which was a whole separate thing. But the original idea was Damon had the other roster of Sea of Thieves streamers that I Mm. needed, and I had the roster of streamers that he didn't need. And Ah. so we both were basically like, well, I want your clients. Um, And so that's what led to opening some of the stores for uh, like All Coop and... um, a handful of other streamers that that Damon had already secured CJ, um, and then I brought over uh, you know some 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 of the branding that I'd already done for for like Boxy Fresh and uh, Freemason Live, um, and you know then that company is is often it's doing its own thing and and then all the while High Score is just kind of growing and expanding and we're bringing you know doing the sign up um, the stores and stuff and then yeah. I think it was September. I hit up info at rarejob.com and uh, yeah. 
was like, "Hey, I'm I'm local. I'm starting this thing. I know you guys got a got a uh, um, your own store. We can do the warehousing or the designs if you wanted to to chat." And you know, next thing I know, we're we're talking talking business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, on our side of things, like obviously content creation. Like I've been doing it for eight years. Um and. Yeah, when when Kevin came back from his first time talking to you and he was like, look, they have full service merch solutions. And I was like, I don't care. I don't want to be another uh, whatever, you know, like another storefront where it's like fucking sign in. Here's your thing. Link it to Twitch. Cool. We'll take your money. You do the rest of the work. And I was like, yeah. I, I was like, we don't need another one of those things to space. They're like, no, no, these these guys, they they like work with people specifically and they do like full merchandising like they treat you like a client and they have a history of of working with like musicians and all this other stuff and so it's not, it's more like that and like a managed service instead of like you do everything and then we just put it on a shirt and i was like yeah oh that sounds interesting uh so so <laughs> like i i want to talk a little bit about that because that was the first like when we talked when we uh did our, our launch video kind of the first group of questions that came in were like well what is why why are you different um yeah. so for for people who are ignorant as i was uh <laughs> could you could you just explain like the difference between like this is a merch or this is a merch store and then this is like your branded store on high tees that we manage our high score tees that we manage for you yeah, so the the easiest way I feel like I can explain it is we are not a a merch printer, we're a merch solution. Okay. So a merch printer is where if I'm a streamer, I have to find someone to do the art, which typically finding someone who specifically knows how to set up files for print, design for print, design for apparel. You just mentioned a whole bunch of stuff I never thought about when I was contracting <laughs> artists for shirts just right off the bat. Okay, so anyway, I'm learning. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, so there, there's there's a specific way to design a shirt. Just like you you hire a website designer to design your website. You hire you know a marketing designer to do marketing materials. Yes. So it's the same thing yes. with apparel and fashion. Even is you hire specific people to do those things. And so you know, and that and I know this from from getting art files and people asking, can we print this? And it's like, well, technically you could print that, but I don't know why you'd want to. So as a streamer, that's the first thing is finding an artist, you know, that specifically knows how to do apparel and they're out right. there. Um, and, and, you know, there, there's very, very talented artists out there. Yeah. Um, and, and two, you can adapt illustrations and stuff to apparel, but there's there's ways to do it. So that's right. the first thing is it's hard to find a designer. Secondly, Okay, now you have these art files. What do I do with them? Well, you have to go find a, a, a site that you want to sell your stuff on. You have to upload it. So then typically it's like, well, what do I upload this to? So you upload it to a t-shirt and you, you mark every single colorway. And, you know, a lot of times shirts are not like I, we design shirts to go on very specific colorways. Um, mm. and there's, you know, if you have black in your shirt, you shouldn't, or your, your design, you should knock that out to print it on a black shirt. Mm. Um, and that's something that a lot of people don't do. Um, if you, you know, there, there's just techniques that go into setting up your art files and stuff like that. So that yeah. was another thing. If you're a streamer, okay, now I have to pick the, pick what to do. Um, and ownership, then you have, you know, ownership was another thing that you talked about that that was right. the first one where I was like, Oh, what? Yeah, uh, most of the time people do not have commercial rights to to their art. So like we run into it a lot where people are like, oh, I want to use my emote on the shirt. And I'm like, OK, send me the art file, the high res art file. Well, I don't have the high res art file. 
I can't print it then. Um, <laughs> there's very specific requirements to, in order to print it. And a lot of times you have to have commercial rights. So when an artist makes something, that's like a separate deal a lot of times. Um, yeah. meaning that like you can buy this and use it on your stream, but if you want to profit from it in the sense of apparel and, and stuff like that, you have to pay an extra fee for that. Um, yeah. and, and two, like we've even had people say like, Hey, I want to use this, this design and I know the artist. So I reach yeah. out to the artist. I'm like, Hey, can so-and-so use your, your art on a shirt? And they're like, well, they didn't buy commercial rights to it. And I'm like, okay, well, uh, unless they nope. do that, it's a no go. Um, mm. so there's, there's just a lot of, you know, and two, a lot of times you go to a site or a merch, you know, someone's merch store and it's their logo just on everything. Just yeah. Big, small, little on every single item under the sun. And it's overwhelming. It's too much. It's every colorway. Half of the colorways don't go with the branding. And, and and the thing is, like, too, it's like, that's fine. Like, if you don't know art, you don't know apparel and merch specifically, like, you're going to put it on everything. When I first started, that's I what put, I thought you were supposed to on, do. I'm <laughs> hello on every single colorway. Hello? It's just it's overwhelming. Did anyone else <laughs> know this? Like this is um, okay. So like, so keep, what keep we going. do? I thought I understood do, this bullshit, and I really didn't. Okay, so like, keep keep going. So God what we it. do is we go. Okay, what what's the message? What's the story you're telling? We take your branding that you currently have, and we want to expand on it. We want to build on what you've already you know built as a content creator. So. We take your, you know, we take your logo and and we house it. You know, we, you know, we don't just put it on uh, a pocket hit or something like that. We we develop art around it. We add to it. We make it sit somewhere on the shirt. Um, you know, what are your funny sayings? What do you call your community? Like, we need to go past Pieces just of putting shit. garbage, <laughs> trash, we, we jerks, need to... <laughs> meanies, liars. Also yeah, we could put cool all folks. that on a shirt. Nice. Really so, excited but, about know, that shirt. <laughs> instead of it just just saying you know professor broman on it it's like okay let's let's what is that what do we you know let's develop that story and so every store that we open we we have a, a catalog of designs that are pre-made that we say look at this which designs in this book do you like um mm. what designs what brand uh, or uh, you know current graphic tees out there which ones do you like do you like vintage rock do you like ah. anime designs do you like pirate designs do you like you know, military looking designs, cyber designs, all these different aesthetics and styles. And we have them pick out designs. Um, and, and well, and back to the merch solution thing, but like yeah, we, yeah, what, yeah, basically yeah. what we do is yeah, I got you sidetracked. My bad. We do, we do everything, you know, when you, when you apply and you get, you know, approved for a store, we have a creative call with you. We, go over your branding. Uh, we go over what garments you want to have in your store because we, and we limit garments. Like I'll, I'll straight up say that because you don't need 500 garments in your store. Six yeah, is it's overwhelming. Six like to, said. yeah, six to eight is a lot. And two, what we do is these kind of collections. So if, you know, like how, like, um, like St. Patrick's Day is coming up. So we're going to do some stuff for St. Patrick's Day. So now you have your six, you know, apparel items that are there. And then we're going to beef it up with a few extra items for the holiday. See how that does. And then you take it down. Because why would you have a St. Patrick's Day design after St. Patrick's Day? Good point. <laughs> so we do a lot, of, a lot of this stuff. And, you know, that's why we say that we're a merch solution. Because when you come to us, we, we facilitate everything. And we do 
you know, we, we do the art, we do the, you know, creative consultation, we expand on your brand, we upload the files, we, you know, we design the files, we pick the garments, we pick the colorways. Um, and you have say in that, you know, if you say, yeah. I want to use red shirts and, and pink shirts, we will cater to that. Um, we give our suggestions, you know, and, and typically we would say like, you know, I wouldn't go too crazy with colorways, but ultimately I want you happy. You're not going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> We're just going to like, it's your store. So, uh, above all, my main goal is for you to just be so pumped and so stoked on your store that you want to tell everybody about it. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's why we call it a partnership because we're going to facilitate the art. We're going to host your store. We're going to run the front end of it. We're going to run the back end of it. We're going to fulfill all your orders. We're going to handle all your customer service. Um, the whole nine yards. Like we, we do everything. And so, you know, and that all started with, with me doing it. Eventually Joel brought Kyle on to kind of help facilitate, um, orders. And he was like, yo, I know the gaming space really well. And I'm like, okay, well, I have a discord. Can you help me out with that? Next thing I know, it's like doing things I never even imagined. I was like, okay, this guy's for real. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) you know, he, he came in and he handles all of our customer service. He, he sends your orders. If you get anything, uh, that's in house. Um, he, he runs our, our Twitter, he runs our, our discord. Um, and then eventually, you know, uh, Kate Vaughn, she applied for a store and we sent her our packets, which were extremely unorganized at the time. And she, you know, basically sent back all these edits and I was like, do you want a job? <laughs> ah, that's amazing. <laughs> and oh so, you know, she came on, she organized our first event. She's, do you want you know, a she's job? kind of a, yeah, she's a jack of all trades and has really helped us out. And then, you know, and then we brought Brandon on because I just couldn't handle all the art. And so, um, you know, we literally, it, it expanded from me to this team um, you know, on, on this end. And then, you know, now that we're getting into events like GCX and, and, and some of these more in-house products, we're able to really flex Joel, who has this insane network of, you know, printers and manufacturers and, you know, knows this industry better than anybody. And, you know, can, you know, oh, you want, you want plushies? Like, yeah, we can figure it out. Like, if you think you can sell them and, and we think you can sell them, like, yes, we can do plushies. We can Here's do some plushies. We can do whatever you want, you know, custom this, custom that. Um, it's just, it just boils down to like, are like, do, is this going to sell? So when I say we're a merch solution and, and, and that's, that's the difference you get is you're getting a team that is pouring everything into making your store and making your merch look perfect versus finding someone who's going to give you an art file and then you're left to do everything with it. So, so basically you, you looked at, you looked at streaming and you were like, wow, um, why doesn't this professional space have professional services? Right. Basically like, well, in your vein, right? Like the professional service for a, multi-million dollar earning artist about to go or on go on tour is they're not finding an artist contracting them they're not like making sure they own the rights and then selecting the like they're not doing that unless right. they want to um right but yeah well, look at i mean if like, you look at the the huh. music industry to parallel it it's like when you sign a, a record deal you yeah. typically get a merch contract with that whether it's through the record company you're working with or through a company that specializes in music merchandise which there's a ton yeah. of them they don't even handle the music. They only handle merch. And so I just looked in the space and like, 
I couldn't find anything to the level of what I wanted to do mm. that was available for, for streamers. And so it's like, well, you guys are, you know, we kind of take this rock star mentality that we have with the, you know, musicians and bands. And we just have applied it to, to streamers because you guys deserve the same treatment at the end of the day. I think that's pretty uh, fucking cool of you to say. <laughs> um, but like that's so so it's 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 interesting to me because we I mean, I've been doing this podcast for a while and I've always said um, one of the areas that is underserved right now in the streaming space is in professional services. Right. So mm-hmm. I used to get a lot of questions like, hey, when you have a tech issue, who do you like? What do you do? And I was like, Google and fucking fix it. Um, and then, you know, I had a lot, I had, there were some folks that were on the podcast and they were like, oh, that's awesome. I could try and build a business out of that. And they've done that. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's, it's power GPU started off like doing like that sort of like full service, everything. And, and it's really yeah. cool to see how things can evolve just by trying to serve a need in the space. Uh, originally and so something that I think is really cool about streaming right now and now that it's been around for like Twitch has been around for like 10 years right yeah. um, which is so new it's still super like if new. you think about it yeah, yeah it's super new but it's been around long enough that there's people who probably need different kinds of services than they've gotten before right Right. Everything in the streaming space is like level one, right? Everyone's a freelancer. And so yeah. you you as like the primary freelancer for your brand have to go and identify the freelancers you want to work with. Make sure you're doing it the right way uh, for every discipline, whether that's like tech support or, uh, you know, picking out like computers or like whatever the shit it is, overlays, design, all that stuff. You are like contracting out to a whole bunch of people to try and find this work. Right. Um. And like, that's the way that it's always been. And I realized from talking with you and like meetings and stuff that like with streaming, like even like if the stream alert systems had not evolved and moved forward, like we would be using newer systems, right? Like we wouldn't like if Streamlabs came out and was like, here's Streamlabs and they just left it at version one, everyone will be using something else. So, so there hasn't been evolution in a lot of parts of the space. And I, it's really, it was really cool to me the first time we got to talk that you're trying to take that rock star like mindset, like the, the, like you need to keep making music. This is not something you need to be worrying about uh, and bringing it to the streaming space. Like you need to be making fun content, not worrying right. about like whether or not you have these artist rights that you thought you had. And this is the other thing is that, if you don't have like appropriate understanding of like a discipline, there's a huge chance that you could be making big fucking mistakes all the time. And I have learned over my eight years of doing this, how many big fucking mistakes that I have made um, when it comes to things like merch or like almost signing shitty contracts, like stuff that stuff that really could have fucked things up. Um, Right. But now it's fine. So, yeah. So I, I think that I think it's really interesting that you're entering the space at a time where it's like, oh, let's try and elevate this. So what is it about? So you say like your stuff is a partnership as opposed to or a partnership or you get selected. Why do you want why do you prioritize that over just like letting everybody, you know, like sign up and make a store? So the main thing is like I have a very high standard for art and I'm very picky about art that I want to be printed on high score. 
So that's mm. why we've that's like that's one of the main reasons we facilitate the art. Another okay. thing is is because I want art that I know for a fact I can get printed and will print well. Because here's what happens: you hire someone who sends us a file and yeah. say it's not even the right DPI. So Oof. a print-on-demand yeah, okay. system can you can print from 150 DPI. I don't print from 150 DPI because it's low quality. I print 300 DPI, double that. But you okay. can do 150. So a lot of people will upload 150, a 150 DPI file to their print-on-demand service. Well, then their customer buys it. They get the design and it's blurry. There's too many colors because the the re whatever. There's a there's a Man, laundry list of problems. Like, oops. <laughs> laundry list of problems. So after that that shirt goes to that customer and that customer gets the the crappy print, who do they contact? They contact us. They contact yeah. me. Hey, why right. does High Score Tees print this crappy design? Why, you know, why mm. does it look bad? This and that. And it's like, well, it's because of like, I, what am I supposed to do? Sit there in an email and explain? They don't care. So yeah. everything that we do and that uh, we make, first and foremost, um, if it didn't print right when it got to you, it was a print mistake. It wasn't an art mistake. Um, right. And, and that's I have full confidence in that. Um, so that's that's one reason that like we're, we're not doing that. Um, the other thing, too, is because I want the, you go to like a print on de, like a, where you sign up and, and, and upload yeah, print your on art. demand service where, you know, right. you're not and like your stuff's not being managed. You're in charge. Right. It's overwhelming. There's thousands of designs on there. There's thousands of genres of, the desi of designs. So high right. score is specifically only for gaming and, and, and content creators. So <clears throat> when you go to high score, you know that all of the stuff that is on there is going to be specifically catered to this industry, to this space. Um, mm. and that's another reason that, you know, instead of just having any and everyone upload their shirts, which there's a handful of places where you can go do that. We wanted to, to corner a specific market and go after a specific clientele, uh, and specific consumer. And so that's, that's another, another big reason. Um, and two, I mean, ultimately it's like, if, you know, if you want merch, like why not have everything rolled up into one place? Why not have one stop shop yeah. where you can get everything done? Um, and the other thing too, that I've noticed is someone will come out with like their merch. And this was another complaint that we had. So you come out with your merch and, and, you know, it's on a handful of things and you make your, you know, your 10 to 15 sales. Well, then it's like, well, I didn't sell that much. So why am I going to keep keep investing in, in in merch? Yeah. So then your store sits there for two years, and you don't get many sales, if any. Feel personally like, attacked. <laughs> it's fine. And, it's fine. And and and, and you're like, <laughs> but but then it's like, well, why am I going to invest in merch? My store doesn't sell. Well, have you managed it? Has it been updated? Have you been um, advertising it? Have you been marketing right. it? Have you been doing any of these normal things that, that you should be doing as a small business? Probably not. <laughs> right. And so like, you know, we have, we, what we do is we, we try to capitalize on things that are happening. So some examples are, you know, uh, so beer to get him, which is our oldest store. He had, his birthday was last weekend. So we refreshed his store with a few new designs uh, specifically for his birthday. There's your face. No, I was just sorry. I wasn't capturing. I was trying to pull up our, our Patreons for a second, but it opened on your your fucking face. Uh, anyway, um, the other thing yes, is this is um, actually live. <clears throat> and now, you know, uh, okay. doing it live. Um, 100 percent. And then 
so another thing was uh, our store Burger Warrior Twenty Four. He's got this video on, on on Twitter of him doing. He I I, don't, I think he made up this dance that's to this song that he found, and so. I saw it and then I saw like all of his friends are doing the same video and it's all over Twitter. And I was like, dude, we should make a shirt for that. He's like, yes, let's do it. So today we got it done. We uploaded it and he showed it to his community. And it's one of those things where it's just like, boom, 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 just sales come popping in because it's this story that he's built around this kind of thing. And so that's what you get with us is like, hey, there's this thing happening in my channel. It's catching on. Can we try to capitalize on it? And because now that we're we have extra designers, we have the manpower to behind it, we can do that type of thing. So if something is in your channel and it's catching catching on, like you know, going viral, yeah, let's, capture let's, it. Let's throw, let's throw some merch at it. Let's throw throw a design at it. So um, and it's fun, you know. I mean, Brandon, he he did the design, and and as designers, you know, a lot of times we we send the art off and we just, you know, it's like, bye. I hope you do well. I'll never see you again. You know, maybe bye we'll bye. see someone in public where it, bye bye. but like today it was like, here's the art. It was finished. We uploaded it, go to the chat and you see the love. You see everyone going nuts over it. You see the streamer's face light up. And it's just like, it's like, this is why we do it. Like, this is a reaction that I've always wanted to see. And now we get to actually see it. And it's, it's, it's rewarding. It's really fun. He literally messaged me. He was like, this is amazing. That's 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 so fucking cool. I mean, and and I it's also again like it's a huge point to everything like you're there's a dramatic lack of like um responsiveness, right? Like unless you have enough like money to pay somebody to like be on retainer or like you have a whole bunch of friends and you can just be like, "Hey, hey, hey," until one of them says like, "Yeah, totally, I'll do a design." And then you have to like fucking really quick throw it up and all this other stuff. It's hard yeah. to take advantage of stuff like that um, because right. sometimes by the time you've coordinated all that on the back end, the moment's gone um, because right. the Internet moves on fucking quick. Uh, yeah. So. So. Well, I and like, too, the, like, I for like the idea of the res the responsiveness was another thing for me. I was like, wow, that's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, and another thing for me, too, is like, uh, you know, like the average price for a design from me, like when I was freelancing, would be around three hundred dollars. So right. every single design that you want, you have to basically, you know, it's like, okay, you got to pay 300 bucks for this design. Then you have to sell, you know, if you're selling, you've got to make that profit back somehow. So you've got to yeah. make, make sales enough to generate over $300 just from the get go to get that back. And so yeah. with what we're doing, essentially we're investing in a bulk system to where we're spending the time on you and hoping that your store will in turn produce. And that's how we're able to stay afloat. And you get paid a royalty every time you sell a shirt. So yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah, and then you get paid too. Um, yeah. So it's really like I'm going to make you something, and then all you have to do is just tell everyone about it, and then I'll pay you on top of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> seems like a pretty solid all around deal. Um, and I definitely like uh, again, like when it comes to bringing more professional services into the streaming space, it's it is. Uh, I always find it important to note that like. Maybe that's not what you want. Like maybe you do want to manage everything yourself because you're passionate about yeah. that and you or you have a penchant for design. Like that's the other thing. Everybody right. who streams is so multi-talented. You have absolutely no idea what strong suits you might have. The, the right. kind of solutions that are out there right now are absolutely totally fine to work with if you're the kind of person right. who knows all the stuff that Corey's been talking about the whole time. Um <laughs> 
Well, and the other thing too, is we do have a, a, like a handful of stores that they're like, I do my own art and they do really Mm. good art. And so what we've done is we've said, well, if you want to do, if you want to do a limited line, if you want to do this, if you want to do that, we'll work with you. So you submit the art to us, Mm. A, we'll make sure it can print and B, will help facilitate whatever line you want to do. So we have we have several design or several people right now that are opening up stores that we're we're collaborating so cool. with them. And so yeah, and so it's like they're they're essentially what it is is like we're coaching them to say like, okay, if you want this, this is what we suggest and this is how we need it and and then we can make this work. And so um and it ultimately it helps us out because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they're putting their design spin on it or even if it's like, you know, one of the stores he the the guy was like, "Look, I want this, but I don't know how to translate it to a shirt." We're like, <laughs> just give us the file. Like we we can make the we can take your art we'll and it transform it into something that will work uh in apparel, which is I mean, that's what you know, the majority of my career has been is taking concept or sketch or whatever someone has made because even in the music world a lot of them are you know artists as well so they're very creative and they're like this is my you know this is what i envision i want to use this in a design and so we're able to pick out key key elements and kind of recreate those so that they can print so that's that's another thing um that i wanted to get into you so so the primary focus when you're working with people isn't just like i want to make you merch but it's branding, right? Like I want to work yeah. with the ideas that you have that already exist. And I want to take my expertise to refine them into a better product for you. Right? Like, so right. that's, that's something that I think is, is like, I don't know. I really like that. I like the idea of everyone working together to help each other instead of everybody mm-hmm. trying to like, I'm going to try and make as much money off you as possible. And you're going to try and make as much money off this fucking shirt as possible. So everybody's goddamn happy. Aren't we all happy? And it's like they're they're Yeah, like that works. It's worked for a long time. Um, right. But there's always a there, there is always the opportunity to make something better or different. Uh, and yeah. I I was very enamored the first time we talked with like how how intentional all the choices you make on the company side. And, it, and the other thing is and, and I've noticed it a lot. And if people are listening uh, and they don't like own a business, they might not have heard the language, but you're very much also focused on like i'm bartering with you because high score tees is my brand and i'm not putting anything on my store that sucks so (laughs) like i i really like that's that is that is a different approach of managing Mm -hmm. everything because it's it is a partnership because you're you are placing your brand value and you're attaching it to whatever streamer content creator is coming in the door um right so it has to work it has to be mutually beneficial it can't just be well whatever and the other thing is and i think this is important to say you i have found you to be incredibly easy to work with uh because <laughs> thank you uh because your feedback on like you, you just you explain why something does or doesn't work which is mm-hmm. not something i'm used to well, anyone but myself doing uh so like <laughs> you know hearing hearing like okay well like this is neat but I would change like these two things because there's visual tension here. But if we move it like this, then like, doesn't that make your eye happier? And you're like, oh, yes. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> and it, it's all sorts of stuff like that where me as an une- uneducated person when it comes to design, I look at something and I say, I don't know, like, I love it, but like, it's not the best it could be. But I can't tell you what I don't like because I don't know what right. I'm supposed to be looking for. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. 
Talk so a that, little bit yeah, about that's that, still, about the critiquing the, process, about how you you refine yourself, I also feel like is part of what this is. Like, it's how you process improvement. Right. So my so my critiquing stems from when I was in college, it was basically put up on the screen what you did, and then everyone in class just ripped it apart. Just like, this sucks. This is stupid. Why did you do this? This looks like a tree. This looks like a birthday cake. This looks like whatever. And I hated it. I absolutely hated it. Like. Oof. Anybody like know, who knows me and they like if they come in and they're like, that looks like a seashell, I'll lose it because I'm like, really? A seashell? That, that's the critique? Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't absolutely lose it. Internally, I lose it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I die a little bit. But so then when I got my first job, it was not really the same. It was just kind of like, oh, that's OK. Like, yeah, let's just roll with that. Versus when I got to uh, Warner, my boss at the time uh uh, Matt and then uh, another guy I worked with Casey, who was uh, my art director. Um, they would basically the way that they critiqued just it, it expanded my mind and, and blew my mind hmm. because I would present them with something and they would probably in their minds, they'd be like, this is awful. But ah. they would break it down in a in a professional way and say, like, OK, here's your design. There's a piece missing here. So we need to fill it. And then ah. instead of using like this font, let's use this one because it, you know, you're using a font from the 80s and this needs to be a font from the 70s because that's this design. Ah. And so they broke it that's down. Cool. Yeah, very articulately and, and and very specifically. And so they really taught me that like they were they were, were trusting me to develop something. And so whatever I presented with them, that's what we're going with. Mm. I mean, if if I hire anyone, um like if if I give you if you whatever you give me, we're going with it. Uh, very rarely will I tell someone to start all over, if ever. I don't think I've ever told anyone to start completely over. It's more of just like, OK, this is, you know, and, and even like when it comes to to branding and stuff like that, when someone will say like, well, I want to use this logo um, and I've landed clients by doing this is I will take <laughs> their logo and I will put marks all over it and I will say, this is why like your type is not on an arch and here's the, here's an actual circle and you can see where it doesn't go on the arch. This doesn't centered up. This is, you know, this like, you know, and break it down to a point where it's like, this is from a design standpoint, no, like biased or not, if I love it or hate it, this is why what you're developing doesn't work. And here's what I would suggest as a professional to update it and to, mm. to take it to that next level. Um, and, and typically, you know, it, 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 it seems to work. Um, I'm also the type of person that like, if you come to me with an idea, I, and even if it's something that's like really, really cool, but we just can't produce it. I'll say, look, that's awesome. That's amazing. We can't physically do that, but we can do this. So I've always, I've always come with the, the kind of idea of like, to never just say like, nope, like we can't do it to be like, okay, that's cool. How do we get to as close as possible? Uh, if not actually do something like that. And, um, and you know, that's, that was bestowed upon me. And that's, that's the critique that I got in a, a very fast paced and professional world. And so that is what I, you know, try to, to educate and tell other people and, and kind of expand from there. Uh, and it's also helped me to a degree kind of take feedback myself because I, I feel like when I, when I give that professional um, kind of tone, uh, when people come back to me, they, they typically say the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I, there was, there was a, the, like uh, the first time we talked, I actually learned a lot about design and, uh, and about 
I was like, you were critiquing something that we were talking about. And I was like, oh, wow, all of this language is the right way to talk about this. And I never heard it before, <laughs> which I mean, it's fascinating, right? Like we get we get so hung up on like this is my profession and like this is like, you know, like this is you only will understand this. If you're like, I think people can understand a lot. Their ability to replicate it may be like minimal, right? Like I'm not going to be able to yeah. show everybody how you make a really awesome design. But I can understand why it's great if you tell me and then I can take that knowledge and I can apply it to other things I look at and understand, oh, that's what's wrong here. Or I can inquire, hey, I noticed this is like, is yeah. have you thought about this? And just having the language to talk about it allows you to kind of empower and teach yourself. That's why I like our first meeting. I was like, I get it. I, I understood <laughs> so much more about design. I was I was listening to like a master class about like fashion design. Um, and I, I was cause I, cause Kevin had told me like, Oh, we're talking to these guys. We're probably going to get to like, maybe do some cool merch stuff. And they, they really want to focus on branding. And I was like, Oh, I should probably learn how this works. So, you know, like from a marketing perspective, audio. Oh no, it makes sense. He's going to work on audio while I'm, I'll keep blathering along. But, uh, we were working on all of these different projects and, I was listening to all of this information, trying to make it like work uh, for me. And it just didn't. Um, <laughs> and then our first meeting, I suddenly was like, oh, all of this information I learned makes sense. So that was my experience learning from you. Um, would you like to what would you uh, have? Can you not hear me? Oh, Yeah. Now it's now it's just me. It's mirror broman, dude. This is some good shit. You ever seen two bromans at the same time? It's crazy. Nice. High five yourself. I wasn't thinking. I wasn't thinking fast enough. I completely lost audio. I hear you, though. Is is the thing. This is awesome. Side by side. Wait, we do this one. This is live content. You know, for anyone who's listening to the podcast, like this is what happens. This mirror. Here we go. Wait. Wait. No. Yes. Good job. Good. Great. Good. 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 Excellent. <laughs> It's a good motivator. Yes. Yeah, it is. I'm sure I'm sure after a quick reset now that this this is now this is the bro man podcast. Thank you, old fashioned. Here we go. Am I back? All right. Now I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so. So. I'm gonna check. Uh, I'm gonna check over here and make sure I'm good because I think I am. How's this? Uh, yeah, I can't. So, so. Uh, Can you hear me now? Yes. There we go. All Technical right. difficulties. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's all good. Um, so that so all learning from you and your critiquing process helped helped me educate myself and kind of take that information and uh, apply it around. I. I have a feeling that anybody who works with you is going to leave 
feeling more intelligent about their entire merch line and they yeah. will know and, and this is this is super important to me um because when you know why something is it is infinitely easier to sell it right yeah like oh i really like the design of that shirt do you want to know why that's so cool and then it's like i tell them one trick that you did to like make it print better and people are like oh shit that's dope and i'm like right and it looks cool and then you know <laughs> like so there so knowing why you know, we're like knowing why we don't want to put up a hundred things that just has your logo on it so we can catch volume or like knowing yeah. that why printing things on trend or for holidays or for birthdays just makes sense because it's it, it empowers moments in your life that you would probably be making merch for. But you would never fucking think about it unless that was your full time job. Right. Which well, is two, what you're a... going to be doing for people or what you have been doing yeah. for people for a long time and what we're now doing for people together. Smile. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's, it's, you know, it's a, it's, it's one of those things too, where it's like, we don't need to put up a ton of things in the beginning because we're going to be spacing things out and, and uploading frequently. We're going to, you know, when an event comes up, when a holiday comes up, when all these things, like we're going to roll Stays out. Fresh. Yeah. We're going to roll out things that, um, will help enhance and, and build on your, your, your store and your brand and everything that you're trying to produce. Um, and, and two, you know, I always like to, it's, it kind of goes back into not wanting to just say, no, I want to give everyone a reason as to why decisions are made. So like, yeah. one of the things is like, we'll get, uh, like we're going through it now where someone will say like, they'll give us a revision and we'll be like, we can do that, but this is why I would advise against it. Now, if you still want to do it, it's your merch store. You can do that, but you know, kind of here, here, here's why. And the other thing too, is a lot of people that we work with, like they've never done this. They've never been in the driver's seat for developing creative, uh, in the sense of like the, an apparel brand. And so we're, you know, we've learned ways to kind of educate and teach people like, well, this is kind of how it goes. Um, you know, cause ultimately, you know, at the end of the day, it's not a situation where it's like. Mm, I didn't like the design. Let's start over and do a new one. And and you just keep doing new design after new design. The idea is to nail down concepts from the very beginning so that whatever we create for you, maybe there's tweaks to that design, but otherwise we're just moving forward. God damn. So many answers. All right. Someone in chat is asking something about a pizza shirt that is behind you. This design? I'm supposed so. Yes. <laughs> Um, that is a design for Pixar and that was actually, um, it oh. was at, it was, um, it was at Target. Uh, that's actually how I met Burger Warrior. Oh, um, wow. He had on the shirt and it was on an Instagram picture and I was like, Hey, I designed that. And he was, you know, on Instagram, he was, was like, he like, okay, Yo! cool. So then I went oh. to his stream. Okay, cool. And, um, he had another shirt that I had designed on for the Lumineers. And I was mm. like, hey, I designed that shirt. And my Twitch name was Captain Harhar at the time. But then yeah. my, you know, I had my professional Instagram, which was Corey Thomas. And uh, he was like, someone just told me that the other day. And I was like, yep, that was me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's uh, it was at Target for a long time. That's it's, me. Uh, it's, it's a pizza. It's it. like Pizza Planet. It's like a fake. Well, it's a it's a Pixar business, but yeah, um, fake Pizza Planet business. Sure. Yeah. So it was uh, and that is that's the shirt. I, I have it framed because. I have seen that more. Th- I've seen that out in public more than any other design I've ever. Oh, wow. Done, so. I bet. I mean, like people love uh, Pizza Planet. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those, you know, you like someone will walk in with it. And I'm sure they're like, who is this 
overgrown man looking at me weird. It's like, I designed that. That's my, that's a sh- not my shirt. It's my shirt though. Yeah. Um, well, and that's the thing too, is like, so I show, uh, like for the longest time I would show people stuff like that. And they'd be like, man, that'd be so cool if that was printed for Disney. And I'm like, it would be, but it is, you know, that that's, I don't do fan art like that. Like they, they made that, they printed it and they yeah. printed it and they're like, I bet. I'm like, wow. Right. Wow. <laughs> See, so that's the other, that's really interesting. Cause I, we've never been able to talk about this, but I've had, I've had my curiosities about it that in this space, everyone is constantly trying to oversell themselves, right? Like if there, there's always going to be posturing, like I am the coolest so that when an actual professional shows up, there's this cynicism like, wow, that'd be cool if Disney printed that. And you're like, they did. And they're like, okay, sure, bud. Because there's yeah. just so many people <laughs> who, you know, like they'll say shit like that or they're like, they'll, they'll have done one shirt or some shit like that. And then, like, that's all you hear about when in reality, like, this was your fucking career. Um, yeah. And you did it for people who, like, I mean, like, for lack of, for, to be a little bit less kind, for people who, like, are a lot more fucking important than, like, <laughs> than you. Angry guy that doesn't want to listen to my CV, right? Yeah. So, like, what, like, how do you manage a situation like that? Like, do you just go, okay, and, like, move on and laugh to yourself? Or do you try to take time to be like, no, this is actually what I did? No, I, I mean, yeah, it's just more of like, yeah, I mean, that that's real. And sometimes they'll be like, oh, okay. Um, but, you know, for the most part, I don't think they quite grasp it. Um, uh, there have been a few times, too, where someone was like, yeah, you said that was in Target. And then I saw it in Target. And I'm like, yeah, I wasn't lying. Um, I mean, so, actually seeing it in person, though, <laughs> that is always kind of a mind fuck. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Shit. Well, it's funny because this design, um, I mean, it, I don't think it's in the store anymore, but uh, it originally had an address on it, like a fake address. Uh, but I put the Pixar address on it. And so the very first shirts that went out, they had this white bar printed over it. And I was like, Oops. <laughs> uh, but later versions, they, 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 they took that line out. So, so you're saying uh, uh, that, that was, yeah. So I have Stock two X. of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. You about to be rich. You about to be rich. People want to start so, collecting yeah. t-shirts. It's, well, it's funny too. Cause it's like, so even for myself, so there's like, there's a handful of designs that are out in the world now. And I look at it and I'm like, they printed it wrong and it drives me crazy Ooh. and nobody else knows it. And so it's like, you know, like sometimes like they, they'll add an extra color or, you know, they didn't do this or, or, you know, um, the file wasn't separated right for when they were printing the colors. And so it's like, uh, well, mm. I guess they like it. So who cares after that? Um, or my biggest pet peeve is when I design something that's supposed to go on like a dark garment. So it doesn't have like a, a key block, which would be like the black outline on the top. So that's yeah. knocked out because it's not going on a dark garment or it's going on a dark garment. You don't need the black to print on a black shirt. Then you you see it in the store and they reversed it and they printed it on a white t-shirt. And now it looks like an x-ray. And I'm just like, I mean, we could, we could have fixed this. (laughs) We could have fixed this. uh, We could have designed around this, uh, this problem, but you decided, you decided to not. (laughs) Yeah. And a lot of times what that is, is someone will, they'll approve something. And then right before it goes to print, they're like, I want it on mint now. And you're, and they just, they just run it. So So you, um, so you mentioned something, and I think I think that this is also worth highlighting. Um, 
So you mentioned something when we first kind of started talking, and it's really it's really interesting because I've never kind of looked at it the way that you brought it up. So like in my world, I'm a content creator. So mm-hmm. my job is to get as much fucking attention for myself as I can all the goddamn time. And so anyone yeah. who operates like that, I natively default understand. Oh, blah, 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 blah. But you brought up this point that when it comes to working with like branding and merch and everything else, um, sometimes if you're working with an individual that is looking to build their brand as a designer so that they can become famous and they can become the, you know, the icon of their own brand, which is like totally something people can do. Mm-hmm. It ends up like and, and again, like that was like the default thing. I thought everybody operated like that. Um, but you mentioned on the phone, you're like, I don't care if anybody knows who the fuck I am. I just want to sell a really good T-shirt with them. Um, yeah. And so you, you, you showed this other side of, of business operation that's a possibility for, you know, anybody, anybody in the content creation space. And I haven't put a lot of like thought into it, but I'm almost absolutely certain uh, that there will be you know, numerous other examples of, of situations like this where it's not about it's not about the individual constantly elevating themselves and sort of building this partnership that way it's like now there are businesses here that will do all of this for you and the only thing they fucking care is about you know you getting the best shit possible and it's not like this quid pro quo like you're gonna pay me but also like you're gonna tweet this shit and you're gonna push my shit and you're gonna always tell everybody that it's fucking me and like all this other stuff that that can come along when you're attached to an individual designer that might be trying to like elevate themselves and their, and their brand at the same time. Um, right. It's just an inch to me. It's an interesting dichotomy, right? Like um, we've had mm-hmm. awesome artists that have developed their own brand on here. Like uh, Suto, she showed all of the cool stuff that she was doing and how growing her personal brand has resulted in a lot of success. Um, yeah. And so I've, I was like, wow, what an interesting way to operate business. And then we talked and I was like, oh my fucking God. Like there's this whole vertical of like services that exist for every other industry when it comes to merchandising that is like non-existent for streaming, or it's like locked up so high in a tower as part of a deal attached somewhere else. Like you said, like, you know, maybe a, a bigger org has merchandisers in house that it's not something accessible to the individual. And so like it, it, after you laid all that shit out, I was like, oh, wow, this is obvious. Like I get, I get why you started his business now. Oh man, you're dumb, Ben. Uh, so I, I, I've always, I always thought that that was, that was something that I noticed when we started talking that was really interesting. Um, so to turn all of that, like that was an observation to this. So to turn that into a question, um, when you, when you are, since your primary goal is to focus on growing your business's brand instead of your personal brand, like in what mm-hmm. ways does that change how you operate as as an individual? You know, for this space. Um, this is a tough know. question. I mean, it's deep. Yeah, I guess for <laughs> for me, it was. Um, you know, when I was younger, I did want to have that like spotlight. I, I thought it'd be cool to, you know, for everyone to know who I was and, and to be like, oh, you know, pull out my kind of uh, personal branding or style or whatever. But I yeah. think what kind of happened with my career is I never nailed down like a Corey Thomas style because right. I was always working with other people's branding. And when it boiled down to it, I really excelled in 
oh, you've made this thing. Cool. Let me let me do something with it. And, mm. and I really enjoyed that. And I really enjoyed kind of sit, taking like a back seat to the spotlight and kind of saying, like, I took Disney's branding and made this. I took Metallica's branding and made this. I, you know, now it's I'm taking, you know, Rare's branding and I'm, I'm making this. And and at the end of the day, I like, you know, I, I, I tried to do the solo thing. I tried to go out on my own. It, it was, you know, I freelance for a long time. It's very lonely. Um, it's hard to, you know, kind of build up myself as a, a brand, you know, uh, from a marketing standpoint, which, you know, I've talked to you guys about before. It's like not something that I've necessarily yeah. invested a lot of if time. You're not and research a skilled, into. If you're not a skilled and we, we went over, the, I went over, we talked about that with Suto. Like if you're not skilled at mm-hmm. producing and distributing media, the idea yeah. as an artist that you can just make great art and get found without a distribution network that you're constantly tapping into. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to well, happen the so, way that you think it's going to happen. Yeah. Right. And so, and I, I just, I guess I've just always kind of um, really gravitated towards helping other people and wanting them to succeed. And I don't, you know, mm. I kind of like being, you know, like this week I've been kind of out in the public and I'll probably go right back into my hole after this. It's been um, a lot, yeah. It's a lot of talking for <laughs> you. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> But, you know, like and, and like, you know, I talked to this with, with like Damon and uh, I was, you know, I was kind of behind the scenes famous. Like a lot of the companies I worked with, like they knew who I was. They knew who Corey Thomas was at the, as a designer and what I produced for 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 bands and brands and stuff like that. And I like that. I like being kind of behind the scenes on a lot of these things. The inside so, guy. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. to me, it's kind of like I, I, I told my wife this one day. It's like I kind of like the idea of like if we're at a party, like people are like, do you know who that guy is? I'm like, no. It's like, that's that's the dude that did this. You know, that's that's kind of the persona I'd rather have versus being like, you know, <laughs> building up Corey Thomas, who did high score tees. You know, I mean, I, I'm fine with everyone knowing that I did it. But at the end of the day, I want people to be excited about what high score is doing. But even ultimately, like when we tell people to like, like, I don't tell anyone to promote high score. I tell them to promote their store because that inadvertently promotes high score and and what we do. Um, And so, you know, we we ask people for testimonials and some stuff like that that for marketing purposes. But ultimately, like our requirements as a partner is tell people about your store. You don't have to say high score at all. Just say, I have merch. I, you know, this is my merch. This is my store. This is my brand. Um, And that's just, that's, I've always just kind of gravitated towards that. And, and I I think at the end of the day, I just, I just really enjoy helping other people kind of fulfill the possibilities of what I know I can produce for them. Cause ultimately, you know, it's the content creators who have built up this brand and this awareness and this content and you know, they're kind of giving me something to work on and to design. Uh, if it's one of those things where like, if you say, you know, sit me down in front of a computer and you're like, okay, make something. I'm just like, what do you mean? Make something like, what's the direction? What's this? What's Uh, that? Like I, I immediately ask all these questions. And, and I think another thing too, that a lot of designers don't like, you know, and I've run into this with, with working with people in the past is you say like, well, this is their logo, you know, what can you do with it? Well, their first reaction is like, well, they need a rebrand and we need to do this. And I want to do this with it. And it's like, but that's not what I'm asking you to do. That's not the job. The job is to take their identity and their logo and what they've built and expand on it and make something cool out of, out of this thing. 
And so it's problem solving and, and, and things like that. And that's what I really, really gravitate towards. So the, so, so, so it, it's, it's the passion of helping people like fully realize a vision that they might have for something and knowing that mm-hmm. like your skill set can sit in between that idea and like the, the final concept and really make it powerful. Yeah. I love that, dude. I've never asked you that question before. You knocked that out of the park. What a, <laughs> what a nice guy. Um, ah, yes. Ah, I try. Excellent. I try. What? <laughs> no, I think, I mean, I think that's really cool. You know, we, I have a lot of people on this podcast that are self-starters that are very like motivated and you know, their, their goals to push forward their brand. Right. And it, it's a lot mm-hmm. of individuals. And I think that, I mean, at least on my side, like there's an entire group of people that listen to this podcast that don't operate like that. And they think and I'm sure after talking to you and getting to know you, they're wondering, like, is there anyone like me that's out there that's like successful? Like, does does anybody (laughs) not like want to be, you know, like the star of the show all the time and like just help? Like, where are those people? And I would ask myself that a lot as a streamer. I was like, where are the people that are supposed to help in, in this industry? Um, so I just, for me too, it's like, it's building up high score and and even monster lagoon, like building those companies up is one thing. So then to, you know, build myself up on top of it, it's like, you know, like I've been trying to post a a picture of something to Instagram for like three weeks. And I'm just finally like, you know what? I'm just going to do it later. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, like even, (laughs) even for me, like my personal brand is, 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 is like, you know, that's how I make my money. Uh, Mm -hmm. that's, that's how people know me. That's, that's where I operate primarily, but with, everything that's been happening in rare drop i have Mm -hmm. found that i don't have time to do as much on my personal stuff because like i don't really give a shit like i'd rather spend an hour working on what might be the best idea to help charity x at you know for this event or how can i come up with an idea for this thing in three months that that we might (laughs) want to try and do because i feel like that has a more outsized impact for my time right like if you could spend an hour and for me, this is the the math in my head, right? Like I can spend an hour really trying to like knock this TikTok video out of the park, or I could spend an hour game planning a strategy that could make a a charity an extra hundred thousand dollars. Like, which right. cho- like for me, the choice is obvious which yeah. one I'm gonna <laughs> do. Uh, and, and so I I always I I default to highest impact is kind of like how I I allocate my time, and it's right. It's just very interesting to. F- feel how different the success of that feels compared to the success of like uh you know like long kick like a kick-ass tiktok video or whatever the fuck right yeah <laughs> you know it's so just yeah that's what i i've just i i've always you know even with before you know i was uh, cory thomas design it was like i was building up that as a business and and really all my marketing went to going from you know trying to land other businesses. It wasn't necessarily trying to, to build a, a, a product or an audience necessarily. Yeah. Oh, this is a fun question. Are, is Kings coast going to use high score tees from now on? Uh, Kings coast does everything in house. Yeah. Because, uh, and we've had Pete and Wayne on the podcast before, but Pete is uh, very experienced at graphic design and does all of the graphic design and branding for Kings coast, which we have gotten nothing but showered in compliments for since the brand launched. Beautiful. Yeah. So, so when, again, skill sets, right? We mm-hmm. never had to worry about really solid branding at Kings coast. We never had to worry about merch feeling like it made sense because when Pete was designing things, there were just outflows of like, Oh, well this design would be like, we could do this for a shirt 
or or like I this tastes like this and I want it to feel like this. So we have somebody really close to the product and understands the all of that stuff inside of the company already. And so right. we were able to lean into that. Um, but that is absolutely like opposite of the case when it comes to like rare drop. Uh, you know, like we have a lot of guys <laughs> that are good at videos and, and, and have some chops and things like that. But when it comes to design, actually designing merch consistently, nah. Not nah, chief. That's and, that's and, nobody's skill set in house at, at, at Rare Drop, you know. Well, well that's what we high scores high score tees. Yeah, now, now, and that's what high score specifically does. You know, like we don't brand people in the sense of, hey, I need a logo. I, there's solutions for that. It's not high score. High score is we're taking your brand that you've established and built, and and your logos and assets from a design standpoint, and we're just embellishing them. Um, now. Can we build you a merch store with no branding? Absolutely. I do it all the time. I've done it for every, uh, all sorts of bands, all sorts of, uh, you know, licensing companies, anything like that. Um, you can build a full fledged merch store just based on phrases. Um, you know, your brand is much more than just your logo mark. It's the story you tell. I can do that through merch without having something existing. I don't necessarily recommend it. But it is possible. And, and there's a lot of stores that we have where they, you know, they don't have the rights to emotes or or their logo even. And so we just we get really creative and we say, OK, you know, you have, you know, you have this alien thing in your 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 kind of branding. So we're going to just vibe off of that. Yeah, I so <clears throat> I have had a phenomenal time chatting with you this evening. It's about it's about time to wrap it up. So. Before yes, uh, before we go, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to say thank you to everyone on Patreon. Uh, thank you to Jack Deville, Steamboat, Aether Mana, Experimental Gameplay, James Yo, Jedi Chappie, Justin McMahon, uh, Legendary Ladman, <laughs> Matt Larue, Notorious PIP, Paul uh, Paul Marzik respects <coughs> St Stephen Paired PD Club and Wow Data One. Thank you very much for supporting the podcast and making it possible for us to make cool stuff at Rare Drop. Um, you're the best, Corey. Before we go, I would love for you to tell you know if there's anything that you want to like pitch, um, <laughs> or promote right now uh now the floor is yours let anybody know um you know any pitch or promote <laughs> it's your call well, i can't imagine anything you might want to talk about right i've, I've <laughs> talked uh, i've talked all the merch up um i i want to take a moment to kind of thank people actually okay. um i, I want to thank joel because when this ultimately started i i told him what i wanted to do and you know, he's not as versed in the gaming space, but he's very versed in the merch space. And so mm. he's pretty much sat back and just said, yep, whatever you need, I, I will be here. And he's made a lot of things happen behind the scenes. And so, you know, that's my partner at, at, at High Five, uh, which, you know, does all the manufacturing for a lot of, you know, well, all of High Score stuff. Yeah. Um, also want to thank Kyle. Um, he, you know, he was the first person that we hired on and, and really kind of, you know, showed me that working with people and stuff like that, that's how you expand your brand. That's how you expand what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. um, also thank Kate for coming on and helping us out. Uh, Brandon, who has been designing like crazy. Uh, you know, we've got like 25 stores opening up over the next few weeks and he's doing, you know, majority of the stuff. For real? Um, yeah. We've got a lot of stores opening up and we're everybody talking to people is, now. Everybody's very excited. 
<laughs> yeah. So I think every Friday we've got new stores opening up for the foreseeable future. Um, and you know, if you, you know, if you sign up and, and apply and, and, you know, you, we are in contact with you, you know, typically you're going to talk to either Kyle or Kate first, and then eventually you'll talk to me. Uh, and then ultimately I really want to give a huge shout out to my wife because she's been putting up with me working super late hours, uh, working all the yes. time. Uh, she's bent over backwards yes. for me and she doesn't get the appreciation that she should. So I just want to publicly do that and also oh. uh, she's actually she's actually over here working on a project right now but ah, um, amazing <laughs> she's uh you know it is this is this has been hard it's been a lot of long nights a lot of long yeah. hours it's extremely stressful um to go from the lifestyle that we had to kind of having <laughs> <Yes>. those you know <laughs> weird conversations with the parents about moving in with them um so you know the the real heroes are the ones that you don't see and that are behind the scenes and you know she's been She's been my rock through all of this, so I really, really appreciate that. Yeah, I I agree. The, um, <laughs> my wife Amy as well has been um, <laughs> unfucking believable uh, while we have been putting all this stuff together and and work together. I I just want to say thank you for coming on the podcast, Corey. Yeah. Um, thanks for thank having you for me. sharing. Thank you for sharing your heart and your passion to really serve people's ideas. Um, that's yeah. what I got out of this. Um, that I didn't really know about you beforehand is that you you really have a strong desire to to help, um, yeah. Like an even stronger one than I realized. Where I was like, no, I I really think this is my best thing, and I, I think that's the amount of self awareness you have to have to to come to that sort of a recognition uh, or realization is is pretty solid. So you know, props to you. You've inspired me in, in that in that department for sure. Oh, um, well, thank you. <laughs> thank you, chat. Thank you so much for watching. I am Professor Broman. This is Corey Thomas. Uh, if you are interested in checking out High Score Tees, please check it out. It's highscoretees.com. And that's high as in like high score, like hooray, I did it on, on the Atari Box 64. Hmm. Um, uh, and if you're looking to sign up for, uh, if you want to apply to sort of get a store on there, you can do that on the site as well. Uh, click the like partner link. Click the partner link. It sounds like uh, they're very busy right now. I'm I'm sure that they have, like will get back to you and, and all that stuff. Um, but I'm I'm excited about the stuff that you and I and and well rare drop and high score teas are going to do together for GCX and everything else that we have coming up. And I'm I'm just I'm overjoyed uh, to be working with you. Uh, and I'm really happy that you came on this podcast. Thank you very much, Chat. If you liked this, please yes. share this with somebody that you thought of. Uh, while we were listening to the podcast, that's what I care more about. This this whole thing's about educating people and showing folks how stuff works um, and ways that they can, you know, get to the end point they might be seeking in their life. So please share this with somebody that you thought of. Uh, and if you want to rate or subscribe, I think that's really cool. Um, and if you want to follow me, I'm at Professor Broman everywhere. He is at Corey Thomas, but the E is a three. Yeah, somebody took Corey Thomas, so. yeah. Yeah, f that person. Um, I'm. This is was, this is the third phase of my career, so we're going with that. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, make it make it have make it have meaning. That's what matters. Thank you for watching today, right. chat. We'll talk to you later. Bye bye. You're great and stuff, and you you're so cool. You're great. I can't believe how cool you are. Wow, you're you're excellent. I bet I bet it's great.